What up, y'all? It's the Mildly Professional Podcast with Amber and Laura. And roll the intro. Oh, wait a second. Uh, today we are going to talk about who we're talking about for you. We're talking about our friend Shelby. Shelby and my friend Paige from Minnesota, another Minnesota friend. You're going to learn a lot about those people. So yep. now you can roll the intro. <laughs> we got two gals from a college town making memories, going through the business route with a little experience, a whole lot of ambition to go about their lives on a never ending mission to share their knowledge everywhere they go. Now it's time for Marley Right, so let's get into it. First, not with Shelby and Paige. First, oh, yeah. our intro today, we have done before a few different things. I think with Colby, we did do hot takes. Yeah. So with my brother Colby, we did hot takes. So to intro the podcast today, we started off with maybe it was going to be hot takes, but now we're moving towards maybe what could be a red flag yep. in dating. And this is not a relationship podcast, but today, <laughs> at this moment, it is. I'm fired up about mine, and, you know, and then I made Laura get fired up about something, too. <laughs> Should I go first, since I'm, you're more passionate about yours? You go first. Okay, so, my, my red flag in relationships is that, okay, imagine you're on a date. Imagining. And you get an Amber Alert on your phone, and you can see, or that you see that your date's phone lights up with an Amber Alert. And you can tell when it's an Amber Alert, you know, because it's like, like it it keeps going for good reason. I can always tell when it's an Amber Alert because somebody makes a joke about my name. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Prime time. Amber Alert. Amber's right here. That's We found her. Just anything (laughs) like that. So messed up. And I'm like, that's kind of not a cool thing to joke about, but sure. But sure. Um, And so their their phone lights up and they don't look. (laughs) Like, and they don't even flinch they don't look at it they don't care and to me that's a red flag because it says oh just because it's not somebody in your life you don't care like you have a chance to catch a child predator yeah like you don't know you don't know it could be like the one we just got which inspired this was um (laughs) one for atlanta are we in atlanta no did i look and saw that it's a jeep Yes, because you never know. They could be driving through where we are right now. Yeah. You never know. So, anywho, that's just my red flag. And I'm sorry to the many people I'm sure I offended <laughs> that I know for a fact don't look at their Amber Alert. I have a follow-up question for your uh-huh. for your red flag. Mm-hmm. Is it more or less of a red flag that I turned them off completely? <laughs> question for the ages amber um (laughs) sound off in the comments (laughs) sound off in the comments honestly well and i tell me like why you turned it off and i can tell you okay because it is alarming at 3 Mm a.m to -hmm. wake up to an amber alert i also turned off all weather alerts because Mm -hmm. i would just wake up startled in the middle of the night and be like i could have just been casually sleeping (laughs) And I'm not out and about. It's not like at 3 a.m. I'm going to catch that Jeep on the road. Right. You know? Yeah. If there was a way that Apple, hello, Apple, shout out to Apple. Mm -hmm. Not sponsored. (laughs) If you could create 
some way that I get, like, a more convenient time for the Amber Alert. I get that you have to get it out immediately, but can I sign up for a subscription or of some kind where I get not instant alerts, but daily alerts? Hey, be on the lookout for these vehicles. I would for sure be all about that if I got yeah. it at 9, 10 a.m. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. And then my brain jumps to, it's not convenient for them either because their <laughs> child got snatched. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> Okay, yes, but I'm not helpful at 3 a.m. This is me guilting Amber into Look, turning on her alarm. You know you know what, Apple? Tell me your data on how many people have Amber Alerts disabled. Because when an Amber Alert yeah. goes off at a party, I swear only two people get it. I know. And I'm like, shame on all of you now. You're like, why am I at a party with these people? Why? Honestly, all of these psychopaths just don't even care so it's a red flag that you'd want to be so if they're getting an amber alert if they're getting an amber alert you're thinking okay they should care a little bit especially yeah. if they still have them turned on i mean it's a kid that's gone missing you're right. that's so intense and like if there's even a half a second of a chance that you could catch somebody and help a kid i just think it's worth the look it doesn't take a lot of energy to be like okay jeep in the atlanta area and that's all you need to know and then you keep an eye out on jeeps and seeing if there's any kids in the one. I don't know. <laughs> seeing Sorry. if there's any kids in Sorry, the trunk, that's, kitten. that's really messed up. My bad. <laughs> but, oh yeah. Oh, my God. So that's my red flag. And so sorry, not sorry, to people who do not look at the Amber Alert. It's okay, because, I don't know, I might make people mad with mine, too. Okay, hit So, it. I, just the other day, do you know when you experience something or you're aware of something, and then months later... You're like, that is not okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I um, don't know how I'm going to go about this, but I had dated a guy before and I broke up with him. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to get into why I broke up with him. Just please know that he did something astronomically bad. Okay. Like, yeah. You probably wouldn't even guess what it is because it's so out of left field. I was even shocked that it was happening. It was random. Like, it's not like he was abusive. It's nothing like that. No. But it was so random and so bad <laughs> and so just weird. Out of nowhere, completely just, maybe one day I'll talk about it. But anyway, I, bl soon. <laughs> I blocked him on everything. I was like, I am not even associating with this person anymore. Like, I need... I mean, I'm talking LinkedIn, Venmo. Like, you wow. and all the things that you can block people on, he was blocked. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, you are not contacting me. You will not know about my life. I am scared of you. So, yeah. <laughs> basically, he made a post on Instagram that everybody started sending to me. Yeah. Amber, oh my gosh, look at what he's posting on Instagram. Because y'all had a lot of mutuals, like mutual yes. friends and stuff. Yeah. Yes. So, everybody's like, Amber. And he said that... Something about, I don't know, his life lately, and the year has been tough because it went from falling in love to being given up on oh. due to an unexpected adversity. Which he caused. Let's just Yeah, which it was that. all his fault. All his fault. And I don't know why then it made me upset. Like, obviously, in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. Mm -hmm. But literally three days ago, yeah, I was like, you know what? That is a red flag. Mm -hmm. Because... If I were a different girl now dating him, yeah. and I knew that he was saying that some girl he dated before gave up on him, mm -hmm. 
what kind of weird victim complex is that that you can't acknowledge at all that you had any contribution to why I quote unquote gave up on you? Right. And I'm sorry that you weren't good enough for me to stick around. Why do I have to put up with that stuff? Right. Yeah. Honestly. So, red flag. If you're ever on a date and they're like, I don't know what happened with that girl. She just gave up on me. Yeah, red flag. Red flag. And you know, and I know, whatever. And if you go around saying that person gave up on you, rethink it. Okay? Just take a second. Just take a second. (laughs) That is so funny. I mean, honestly, because it just says this mindset of, it's just the audacity that, of course, nobody wants to sit there and wait on you to become a better person because you're crazy, first off. And then I just, I don't know. That's just bizarre to me to say I was given up on. Yeah, because you are nuts. <laughs> and, and also, like, I don't give up on people. Right. That's not something that I'm doing. I'm not going, I give up on you. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you feel like you've been given up on, the other person is not thinking that they're giving up on you. Right. They're probably tired. Mm-hmm. Like, just worn out from not great treatment, not getting their needs met, not being able to communicate with effectively, all the things. By the time that they're leaving you, (laughs) they are not giving up. And I hate it because I feel like, whatever, sue me. It's normally men saying it about women, I feel like. (laughs) So be careful out there. Um, But a lot of people do it, too. A lot of people with that that just toxic energy mm-hmm. yeah toxic trait energy just don't want to say what what happened and a healthy person will say it didn't work out with that person because you know what we had these differences or mm-hmm. I reflected and saw this that's what you want to hear on a date okay yeah. everybody yeah. and even if the answer is like your ex was actually crazy like how you're explaining it now it, it's not a matter of oh, but you're the victim. It's a matter of, no, these are actions that have consequences, and one of the consequences was that I couldn't take it anymore. Or literally, I was a victim. Yeah. Not in abuse. Okay, one day I'm just going to have to explain it. It wasn't abusive, but literally, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. (laughs) Literally nothing. Absolutely. And just, no. And yeah, once once it put put your safety at risk, Mm -hmm. and we can say that, and that is a no-no. Uh-uh. That's a big no-no. So, and as a person... Some things are deal-breakers. Yes. And you're allowed to have deal-breakers. It's yeah. not giving up on a person. It's, you know what? And I've always said this. I could probably get along with anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay? I get along with anybody. But the person that you're going to spend your life with and get married to, that's a different level of compatibility mm-hmm. that's needed. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, everybody calm down. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And I was just going to say that um, as a person that naturally has a victim mentality... Because I don't know, my wires are just set up that way. I'm a sensitive person, and my brain is naturally wired to feel like everybody's against me. And it's okay, Laura. And it's, <laughs> but it really, and it, it, it's a feat for me that I've acknowledged that, and that I work on that constantly. So it's like if Amber were to call me one day and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't hang out tomorrow, it my initial reaction would be like, what did I do? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no, she hates me. But it takes, you know, further evaluation to say, no, she's just got something going on. There's like obviously another reason, unless I actively did something to piss her off. But even then she would tell me. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Or also having people in your life who understand things about you, because mm-hmm. I would never just say, sorry, I can't hang out tomorrow. Right. You would, you would <laughs> tell me what's going on and yeah. that would help alleviate 
uh, alleviate the um, spiral that my brain can go into. I don't know. Ashley just called me and is now calling Laura because I declined her call. And so she's she's coming for us. <laughs> I just, as soon as your phone started vibrating, I went, I bet that's I Ashley. Bet it, yep, that's her. Ashley's intercepting. Okay, hold on. Brief intermission while I text Ashley. Hold on. We are, we are podcasting. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Call later. Make sure everything's okay. You good. <laughs> you I put good. I good. You good? I good. It still changed it to you good. I good. Okay. No, it did it again. Okay. Apple also, can you tell me how to adjust the sensitivity of changing my things because i'll put were and it'll change it to we're i know why Same do they for do that? well and wheel yes okay mm-hmm. that's annoying like whatever so yeah. you make me sound dumb apple <laughs> oh she texted she texted back she texted back oh she didn't say everything was okay she just said y'all ah <laughs> okay we'll see what she says but anyway that's our that's our hot takes yes and you know what and I know I don't give up on people. I'm pretty sure I texted, like, three people and said, that's not what happened. Here's what happened. Yeah. But still, it's just, that's annoying. And I just want to put that out there because specifically if any women out there are trying to date that man, mm-hmm. just know he needs to grow. <laughs> and if people don't show that they've grown, then they need to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Like, yeah. And you can't necessarily hold their hand through that process either. It's no. tough. Like, you just have to... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that is how I was feeling this past week. Love it. Love it. Well, um, moving into the the meat of this podcast, do you kind of want to explain what this Google form is and what we've been having? Like, kind of recap. Yeah, so we had Colby on as a guest, which was wonderful, but it was also really difficult scheduling-wise. We only have one microphone. I could go on and on. So we wanted season two to be, we talked about ourselves all of season one. Let's just for a minute, introduce you to some of our friends, some people in our life who we look up to, Mm -hmm. um, who we value their opinions, and have really awesome stories, because we just had two stories. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We are just two people who have two stories, so we wanted to introduce you to a more, a wider variety of experiences, and maybe that can help you, and then obviously if, you know, these people are willing to help you out if you have any questions you can message us on instagram and say hey you talked about this person who was in this career can you ask them these questions like we'd love to facilitate that because we want to help you guys grow in whatever way possible so we developed a google form where we read their answers Mm -hmm. as opposed to having them on the podcast yeah especially because we don't live near a lot of them (laughs) right absolutely and we haven't figured out the whole zoom recording yet yeah we'll get there but we're not there yet we might have a guest coming on eventually we're working on it um who we've never met before but Mm -hmm. is pretty well renowned in his field so we're working on that and his scheduler is like should I make a video for y'all to (laughs) figure out how to do this and I was like yes (laughs) I mean yes also we could probably figure it out but if you've done it before just tell me what to do yes exactly don't don't be gatekeeping information (laughs) over there so even if it doesn't work out with this guest hopefully you know we'll get some good info on how to do it 
So, anyway, stay tuned for that. Maybe, hopefully, soon. Yeah. That'll probably be, like, a season three thing. Yeah. I'm thinking. I And I mentioned that to them, that, you know, our season three is coming up. Yeah, and... we call the shots around here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. right. Don't listen to that part. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> oh, no, now your dad's calling. <laughs> Let me pause, because I do need to talk to him. Oh, but... shoot. Okay, okay. Can you stop it? Intermediation. Inter- intermission. <laughs> And pause. All right, guys. I don't know. It's after our intermediation. Our intermediation went great. Um, We are back. It was no time for you guys. But, okay, first of all, I made a mess on the table, so I'm going to hold this. Okay. We're going to introduce you guys to my friend Paige. Yep. Okay, so my friend Paige is awesome. I met her when I worked at my first job out of college. She got hired to do the front desk. And as I got to know her, I found out she doesn't want to do front desk. (laughs) She was working there because she was in a graduate program. Hmm. And I loved learning about that because she wanted to be a therapist. And I talked to her about all kinds of things. And then as time went on, we started realizing both of us like hiking. Mm, Yeah. So I think I'm – I don't know who called who first – I think I might have called her and just been like, I know this is totally random, but what are you doing and do you want to go for a hike? There you go. And she said, for sure, where do you want to meet up? Love it. So I said, I have a state park pass. Let's go. Yep. Um, And we went on many a hike when I lived in Minnesota. And anytime something would happen in our lives, we would go for a hike or go to the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. (laughs) So my friend Paige and I, we, um, we would meet up. I would say for a little while, it was almost once a month. Love it. Go to the Cheesecake Factory, and we would try four, three to four new cheesecakes every time and rank them. That's awesome. With the goal of trying all of them and then ranking the best one at the end. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to Georgia. Yeah. So, oh, man. when I go back, yeah, we can, uh, we can hit up Cheesecake Factory page. Okay. Sure. So... Her name is Paige. She said, yeah, we can share information about her, which is great. Love it. And her current job title and brief description. So she eventually did not work front desk at that medical facility anymore because for her job, she needed to have internship hours to be a therapist. You have to do some of that stuff. So she's currently a mental health practitioner. That's awesome. And that's what she does. And for Tell Us Something Cool About You, she studied abroad in Fiji for five months. Huh. Well, that's so cool. And that is really cool about her. I think that's awesome. I mean, how often do you hear people study abroad right. in Fiji? No. I just know the water. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fiji water. That's right. No, she loved it there and said it was gorgeous. And I think she wants to go back. Um, but she said, yeah, that was one of her best semesters. Love I that. think in college. So she did go to college. Yes. And she studied, so she has a bachelor's in human development and family studies and a master's in marriage and family therapy. Oh, cool. So she graduated with her master's. I'm pretty sure this is how it works. Like, she graduated with her master's, but then she has to do these hours to be certified or something like that. Interesting. Okay. So she has her master's degree. Yeah. So walk us through your professional journey. She went to undergrad in Wisconsin at University of Wisconsin-Stout where she discovered psychology and human development and family studies. She fell in love with marriage and family therapy and then discovered that her professor was an MFT, marriage and family therapist. Gotcha. 
and discussed more about the career. So then she applied to grad school. She got in at Argosy University. And unfortunately, the school closed due to bankruptcy. Oh, no. <laughs> and she applied to another school. There you go. <laughs> so she started her grad program again at St. Mary's University and will be graduating this summer with a master's in marriage and family therapy. Cool. Um, the next step in becoming a becoming licensed, which is a two-year process after graduating. Yep. We asked if they're happy with their current role and what's the next desired step, and she said, yeah, she's very happy with it because the next thing is to become licensed and she wants to work for a small clinic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sweet. So she's going to be a therapist. I used to think I wanted to be a therapist. Yeah. But then Haven't I, we all? <laughs> I feel like we have, and yeah. I do care about people enough to do it, but I would take on their problems as my own, so I wouldn't have no boundaries. <laughs> you can't. You almost, you have to be empathetic, but yeah, with so many boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to empathize to have a good relationship. Sure. But you can't empathize to the point where you're feeling their pain and you're letting them enter your life in an inappropriate way. Taking a home with you, all the things. Yep. So yeah, I think I asked her about that, or like what her fears were about being a therapist, and she said, um, oh my God, what did she say? I don't even remember. I should probably ask her. I'll give you guys an update on Instagram yeah, stories. do that. Because, yeah, there was something just about her being scared she wouldn't be able to help people or Aww. something that she said was wrong. You know, I mean, that's a yeah. lot of pressure being a therapist. Yeah. And people expect you to fix all their problems, and that's right. not really what you're there for. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's what she wants to do. And her personal mission and vision companies have missions and visions, so why don't we? And hers is pretty good. Yeah. It is to provide a caring and safe space for individuals to express themselves however they choose. Love that. So, everybody, mm-hmm. when Paige becomes a therapist, if you're having marriage problems or family yeah. problems, yeah. hit her up if you're in the Minnesota, Wisconsin area. So then, most important lesson you've learned. Mm-hmm. All right, listen to this, Laura. Sometimes a person just needs a place to say what they need to say. Letting the other person express themselves without judgment or at times, words to say back. Keeping that space open for whatever they need. You know what that reminds me of instantly? What? Honesty scones. Yep. Yep. Which, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, it's pretty much just what, it's our code word for when Amber and I need to have a conversation that's like, you can't get mad, you have to listen (laughs) to what I say, and then we can talk about it, and it's coming from a place of love, not coming from a place of meanness or hurt or anything like that. Like, if... Amber hurt my feelings the other day. I would be like, honesty scone, this and that, hurt my feelings. Can we talk about it? And then we would You can't get defensive either. Yeah, because it's, you know it's coming, it's not coming from, like, me being hurt. Mm -hmm. Like, it gives you time to analyze your feelings, then come back with the honesty scone, then fix the problem. It's just, you immediately know. It's probably something that I did wrong, and I can't get defensive about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because otherwise, you just feel people feel attacked. Yeah. And then they people get defensive. So if you immediately are like, you might feel like you want to defend yourself with this, but hold on a second and let's right. talk. Yeah. Um, and I use that, and I use that in my relationship with Trent too, yeah. my husband. So it's a really handy thing. Paige was always good. Like we'd go on, we'd go on hikes, and I would just be ranting about something, and she'd go. Well, and how about this? Love it. <laughs> You're like, okay, Paige. 
<laughs> well, yeah, that too. Right. Um, so she was, she was always really good at that. And she would have an opinion, but she really would just more so question me about mm. what I was thinking and feeling. Yeah. Extreme bubbles happening over there. Yeah. All right. So then, oh, that was that. So then the last question is, is there anything you want the world to know we didn't ask you about? Mm. And I feel like most people who've answered this question have said, nope, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you asked it all. But Paige has very good something to say. So, a mentor once said this to me. Hmm. Laughter is the closest you can get without touching someone. Aww. And she said, this has stuck with me through working as a therapist. Laughter is an amazing connection to have with another person. That's so true. I never thought about that before. Isn't that cute? I love that. Oh my goodness. Paige does laugh all the time. Let me tell you. I remember one time she was coming to me about, she's like, hey, I thought of a cool way that we could like market Yoplait yogurt. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? And I think we took a video of it because she said something like, yeah, Yoplait don't play. <laughs> Yoplait don't play. <laughs> and it was so, and like, that's what we did at work. Yeah. So, if anybody was wondering, we would take our little 15-minute breaks that we got. That's what we would do. That's fantastic. Um, but, yeah, so she's a really great person. She's going to be an amazing therapist. So, if any of you guys out there are interested in that field. Yeah. Hit us up, and we'll facilitate that. There we go. Yeah. And I know I know a couple people, actually, who are pursuing being a, being a therapist. So, more kudos to them. I know a lot of people who are going into therapy. What does that say about me? <laughs> Free therapy in the future. <laughs> Free therapy. Yeah, but all of them say, cannot be your therapist because Ugh. I know you too well. Because um, our So Christina, mm -hmm. who you guys met last, well, a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. um, Christina and Paige and I all worked together. So um, Christina would always ask Paige to be her therapist, and she said, you know I can't do that. Yep. <laughs> so that was funny. Well, okay, next we're going to talk about our friend Shelby. Now, Shelby Ooh. is not just a friend. It's not She's just a friend. family. <laughs> yeah, she is my brother-in-law's girlfriend. Um, they have a wonderful family together with the cutest kid, Harper. Um, and I have loved her since the day I met her. So I remember meeting her and being like, oh, somebody might like me. In the family, you know, and so... Um, Shelby, not Harper. Oh, yeah. I was thinking you were talking about Harper, and I said, have you related to a baby when you met Harper? <laughs> no, I related to Shelby, but, okay. yep. Okay, maybe, glad we cleared that up. Maybe nobody else thought that, but that's what I was thinking. That is so funny. Maybe, you know, it, people could get confused. It's so true. But I remember you meeting Shelby. Yes. And I remember Laura being like, oh my gosh, this girl, we have so much in common, we're so much alike, and yep. I'm so excited to see her at family events. Yes, very excited. And so then um, she became, like I introduced Amber and Shelby, um, and now we all three kind of hang out sometimes, and uh, especially mm -hmm. at bowling on that's, Tuesdays. That's how we got introduced, I think, was just you said, Oh, no, that, that is what it was. I was visiting. Mm -hmm. So before I moved to Georgia, I visited for two weeks in Georgia. Yep. And you were like, well, I do bowling now on a league, which oh, was so different. Which I'm not good. I'm just on a league. Yes, she's pretty good. 
compared to other people that just walk up in a bowling alley. Well, okay, sure, there's that. Yeah, I mean, you practice all the time, so you're going to get better eventually, too. Yeah. So I think you just said, if you want to come and hang out, feel free, because I think we hadn't seen each other that much in the two weeks I was here. Right. Um, and I wasn't for sure moving back yet, but pretty much was for sure moving back. Right. Um, and then I showed up, and yeah, we all started hanging out from there. Yep. So, okay, so... Um, her name was Shelby, obviously, and when we asked if we can use her real name and how we met her, she said, sure, I'm Laura's sister-in-law, close enough, right, and met Amber through Laura at the bowling alley. Yeah! So perfect. Um, so we asked what her current job title is and a brief description. She just said, virtual eighth grade math teacher, which... Yeah, which, praise the Lord above. Lord. Her telling some stories about her students, I'm like, "Mm -mm." (laughs) mm-mm. Could not handle, but it takes somebody with a special personality to be able to handle that. She told me she was a teacher, and I said, what grade do you teach? And when she said eighth grade, I made a face. I don't know what face I made, but she went exactly that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is the reaction that's appropriate. Um, And so we asked, tell us something cool about you, and she said she was born in Japan. Which I did know that, but every time I hear that, I'm like, that is so cool. I think you're right. I think I did know that, but I forget. I know. I don't know why. It's a really cool um, situation. That is awesome. And um, she said that she did go to college and that um, she majored in, uh, well, originally she started in accounting her entire freshman year, but she hated it. So she changed her major right before summer quarter and found out majority of her credits wouldn't transfer to her new major middle grades, education, math, and science. That, Mm. and then the facepalm emoji. That is so awful that her credits wouldn't transfer. I hate when that happens, honestly. I know. I don't know what, I don't know what the, um, reasoning for, I I just hate that. There should be a better system for people being able to change their mind, right? Yeah. The fact that I have to change my mind and what, take an extra year of school or something Mm -hmm. is just insane. Yeah, why penalize somebody for trying to figure out the best path for them. Well, especially for a teacher, because you need to have certain certifications. It's not like she could just continue with accounting, graduate, and then Mm -hmm. become a teacher. You can't do that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And then we asked to um, walk us through your professional journey. She said, right out of college, she she had a job offer in Louisiana and Arkansas, but her heart led her to Georgia, where she got her first job teaching eighth grade math and science. Her first year of teaching was the best, in all caps. She had so much fun doing what she loved, and she had the best group of students and incredible support from her colleagues and admin. She stayed at that school for four years, but during her third year, the pandemic hit. She didn't get to hug her students and send them best wishes before they went on to high school, and that was tough. The following year, she had to change and learn so many teaching practices to effectively teach in-person students and online students at the exact same time. That was fun, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) But in all the chaos, she found a love for using technology and instruction. My fifth and current year of teaching, there was a high demand for virtual teachers during the pandemic, so she transferred schools and started teaching 100% virtually. While it's had its own set of ups and downs, she plans to stay virtual next year as well as... mm, While it has had its its own set of ups and... While it has had its own sets of ups and downs, I plan to stay virtual next school year as well as start her master's program for instructional technology. I know I switched between hot, like yeah. her and I and all that, but you get the gist. 
So that is so sad about not being able to like love on her kids before they went yeah. to high school. I know I had a lot of teachers that would have um, that loved on us when we moved on and we were yeah. really sweet. So I can't imagine how hard that was for her. No. And now she loves being virtual. I think it's it's just hard that transition, especially being forced into it. Yeah. It's not even what you want to do, but Mm -hmm. you know, now she got to choose like, okay, I'm going to be virtual. I mean, teachers just had a rough time. Mm -hmm. They still are having a rough time. Really rough at the start of that pandemic. I know. It's crazy. Um, and so we asked if they're happy with their current role and what their desired next step slash career goals were. She said she's happy with her current role. She's starting her master soon, which will yeah. open doors if she would like to move into a more technological area of education, but that's not her major goal. So, there we go. Very cool, though. I'm glad that she's joining us in the master's. Yeah. She's not going with us to school, because I think in at least the state of Georgia, like, to get certified, you have to go to certain colleges with your master's. And they didn't have a program at our school. Mm-mm. She checked. Mm. <laughs> she said, that sounds great, because we were hyping up our program we're in, yep. obviously, and she's like, okay, but do they have this? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, what is your personal mission and vision? Companies have missions and visions, so why don't we... Uh, She said, with the sparkle emojis at the start and the end, to inspire and encourage others to be more than they thought they could be. Oh my gosh. Such a teacher. Yeah. Oh yeah. A perfect, perfect candidate for being a teacher. Good job, Shelby. You picked a good career. (laughs) She really did. Um, And I felt that in my core. I have chills almost. Aw, that's so sweet. I love that. Um, And then we asked, what's the most important lesson that they've learned through their life slash professional experiences she said one relationships are everything Mm -hmm. Two, give grace as a math teacher she hears all the time about how a student isn't good at math because their parents weren't and their grandparents were etc like math is genetic however the way she approaches teaching always revolves around building strong relationships with students it's shocking how many students will grow to love math or even just simply begin to engage with math when they know that their teacher genuinely cares about them. This is so relatable outside of education as well. And then in quotes, even the smallest act of caring for another person is like a drop of water. It will make ripples throughout the entire pond. Oh, oh my gosh. I learned so much more about people through these interviews. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send these to everybody I know. Yeah. I want to know inside of you what inspires you. Yeah. Like, where this comes from, because we don't talk about this at the bowling alley. (laughs) (laughs) We're not having these conversations at the bowling alley. I love that. I know. Even the smallest act of caring. That's so true. The classes I did the best in, um, I had a math teacher who uh, was very, she just believed in you. Mm -hmm. Even the people in class that everybody would roll their eyes at whatever they said, you know, and she would be like, you know, that's a pretty good point. Da, 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 you know, and really engaged with everybody. And I just feel like those types of teachers just left a mark more than the ones that sat at their desk and just didn't care if you've passed or failed. And it, it definitely matters, the teacher that you have. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, I think some teachers, and I don't know because I'm not a teacher, but from my experience as a student, it felt like some teachers just got discouraged that many students didn't care. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but then when I was in a class where the students were really engaged, the mm-hmm. teacher felt a little better too. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, we're all in this together. We all want to learn. You want to teach, we want to learn. We're here. 
Yeah. We're good. Mm-hmm. And then other times, you know, kids are goofing off, passing notes, throwing stuff, and you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I were a teacher, I'd get sick of that, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then we asked, the last thing is, is there anything you want the world to know that we did not ask you about? She's, and to preface this, her, um, daughter, my niece Harper, is, um, an, a three-year-old. So she said, unrelated, terrible twos, ain't got nothing on threes. Send <laughs> prayers. That's all. <laughs> she has, she has what we call a three-nager. <laughs> a three-nager. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, Harper is three going on 16, and it, I love her so much, but, uh, you'll hear us talk about Harper a lot, I think. We mm-hmm. just love her, um. And yeah, I'm, Harper's great, but she is definitely, yeah, you you look at her the wrong way, and ooh, you're boy. in for it. Oh, boy. I love her so much, but I can't, I'm glad that I'm not a parent, because <laughs> I, I don't know. know how to handle, I don't know how they handle it with such grace, you know? No, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen parents get really worked up over stuff in public, and they just go, all right, you can just, you can just be there, throw in that tantrum real quick, and we'll just be here waiting for you to realize that that's not going to get you anything (laughs) right right but she doesn't throw tantrums either that are loud or obnoxious or anything she's even really i mean not at the bowling alley Mm -hmm. um she'll just get tired we were there (laughs) pretty late yeah yeah (laughs) she just gets tired if she doesn't have a nap then what are you gonna do honestly that's for sure so that is it for this episode i think Shelby, you've got this. No, me. I am, like, needing to ask Shelby some more questions about her life. So, um. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Oh, this is it for this episode. Uh, Amber, do you want to start reading us out of here? Yes, thank you for the script, Laura. So professional. Okay, so you can email us at mildlyprofessional249 at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at mildlyprofessionalpodcast. And follow our subreddit, Mildly Professional. Follow us on TikTok at Mildly Professional Pod. Mm-hmm. And we're on Facebook too. Just look Mildly Professional Podcast. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You'll find us. You'll see our little coffee stain situation. And we hope that you guys have a really great week and we'll catch you next time. We'll catch you next time. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.